Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Thanks to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's forward out of Welcome back, everyone, to the Wrestling Addicts. This is episode 18. We're back. It's Sal and Matt. How's everybody doing? It's good to be back. It's been a little while. We got a lot of catching up to do. It has. I, I believe the last episode we did was the Extreme Rules preview. And yes. I was away. Then something else happened, work-related, mm-hmm. bunch of bullshit. But we're here now. Not only are we back, yeah. but apparently everybody's coming back because there has been a lot of returns since Lots. the last time we spoke. And let's address the biggest one, the most hyped one, the one everybody knew who it was, and that's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it has been the talk of the wrestling world right now. It's crazy. It the the return at Extreme Rules could have not been done better. There wasn't one thing where you could have said, "Well, they could have did that a little better about bringing him back." It was perfect. It was just brilliant production. You had the you know all the Firefly Funhouse characters in the crowd, and they Fantastic. spotlight each one. And then you know they have that door in the middle of the entranceway, and they pan to the video screen, and the Firefly Funhouse is all broken down and cobwebs everywhere. And he comes out, and the pop. I I after the show, I said the pop was like a Road Warrior Stone Cold pop combined. That place was loud. Before I get into it, I was in Atlantic City and uh, with my wife and, and, and a couple of friends of ours. And 
I'm walking through Harry's casino, uh, going to the room, and I see this father and son wearing Bloodline shirts. Nah, and it was Saturday, so I stopped. It went like that. <laughs> they looked, they laughed, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to the show in Philly. I'm like, show in Philly? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, extreme yeah. rules. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a first of all, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Get a room in AC, yeah. two-hour drive maybe to Philly. I don't even know. Maybe less, maybe more. But Perfect I did combo. not – I didn't watch the pay-per-view because, you know, I was away or whatever. But everybody was talking about about Bray on Twitter. And yep. they were trying to think, like, does he interrupt a match? Like, how does it happen? And like you were saying, perfect. You oh, know, it was... the, the spotlight on – you know, the the Funhouse characters and then mm-hmm. the cobwebs I thought was brilliant. Such it, it a was little so good. That little touch was just like it was amazing. And then the Brody Lee tribute, you know, with the door. Um like when Brody Lee was the um when he made his AEW debut. It was like the same door, right. the same way. Bray, uh, you know, very close with Brody. So to do that little touch and tribute. And then you had sister Abigail wearing Brody's um, bludgeon brother mask. I Mm -hmm. I just thought it was, it was perfect because it was like a lose, lose in a way. Everybody knew it was Bray, especially the Monday before, you know, with the QR code, it was, um, pig it was porky pig Mm -hmm. you know like husky and like it was just done so well because you knew it was bray and if it wasn't him if it was like a vince russo swerve the plate you couldn't do that in philly the place would have no revolted i don't know if you could have done that anywhere if that if it was not bray Wyatt, they that pay-per-view would not would not have gotten all the positive reviews it got. Right. Um, they just they, it, it, even the promo, you know, coming back on SmackDown with Bray. What a! Pro- I mean, yeah. that has to be one of his best promos I've ever heard because it was him. It wasn't Bray Wyatt speaking to us. It was like Wyndham. It was his. It yes. was him. It was actually him talking to us. And then obviously at the end, they you know. That little teaser at the end with that video and the guy in the mask and all that. It, I'm intrigued. I want to know what's going on. I want to know, you know, they're talking about why it's six. Is there going to be a faction? Is there not? Is this guy in the mask appearing on the screen just, you know, a demon in Bray Wyatt's head or, you know, is it his, you know, the good side, bad side? I, it's intriguing. It's the anticipation for him is incredible it's just like everybody just anticipate it's almost like the whole show was just revolved around waiting for him to come out yeah and just and that's what extreme rules was the extreme rules pay-per-view it was a good pay-per-view there were a few things i was crazy about but the that crowd was waiting all night for him and and if he didn't show up all that would have been a riot oh absolutely yeah Absolutely, which is why I'm glad that 
it was him, and oh, yeah. it was just, you know, Cena coming back last year at Money in the Bank to confront mm-hmm. Roman. That was great. Mm-hmm. Rock coming back at SummerSlam. That was great. Even Becky at SummerSlam was great. But, I mean, you know, all three surprises, no one really knew that was happening. But for Bray, knowing it was him, that it was going to be him, just the way they did it, it's – you could tell that Triple H is all in on him. Oh, yeah. And it's – you know – Less is more, mm-hmm. I, I feel. And, you know, get in a five-minute promo or ten-minute at the end of SmackDown, I think is great. I want it to be a long time before he has a match with anyone. I agree. I, I wouldn't wait too long. I, I would wait a few more weeks, but I wouldn't wait too long because then people are going to be like all right <laughs> like i'll see this guy wrestle because you're already seeing the twitter trolls come out and say well you didn't you know bray white never had really any good matches okay but if I you want to think if, if you would like to I, i'll say this i did not see one good fiend match that that i will agree with i i think everybody knows i was not a fan of the fiend Right, and I, I was <laughs> yeah. The, I I was thrilled to see that he came back as the old Bray Wyatt, kind of an updated version of himself. But it was it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and I I liked him more when he was just Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family and stuff like that. So I was happy to see that. But let's stop the nonsense that Bray Wyatt's never had a good match. I he's had he's had good matches with Daniel Bryan, um, the one WrestleMania with. Yeah, not the one he was a fiend against Randy Orton, just the no. regular against Taker. Good match. He's had good matches. He but, can work. Yeah, you're right. I did see a lot of tro- a lot of trolls, and I think there's I don't know what dirt sheet uh, website it is, but someone said that Bray Wyatt is the typical well then the bell rang, which you know, listen. You're not going to get a HBK type of match. We're not. He's not. We're not getting Ric Flair. This isn't a Ric Flair type of match. We're not getting anything like that. We're 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 getting Bray Wyatt. It's it's all about the character. Yeah. It doesn't. You you don't always need a five star match. You know, let the other guys do the five star matches. This is a character. That's what wrestling. You know, when wrestling was at its peak, it was all about the characters. It wasn't about the wrestling. Yeah. It looked at the Undertaker and Kane and Hogan. You know, they just go down the line with all the big gimmicks and characters. I mean, those guys could work, but, you know, they weren't having, you know, flair type matches or HBK type matches. No way. You don't need it. You don't always need a five-star match. Sometimes storyline and character is more important. Yeah, because it's almost like... Just like, wait. Wait and see. Stop being a troll. See where this goes. It's... the, The thing is, people were like that about Braun. 
like all oh, Braun did everything there is. Yeah. You know, he peaked already. And now he's the most over person got... on the roster. Yeah. People <laughs> want to see him. He's the most over guy. He gets an incredible reaction. It's all the not time. always about the five-star matches. Like, it's not. I agree. People aren't always looking for that. You have that type of stuff on the show. Characters matter. Storylines matter. The wrestling, yeah, it matters. But people want other things, too. So, what what happens next? You know, you that's know? a good question. It's a good question. I mean, it's, I like that there's questions. I like that there's, you know, we don't really know what's next. It's not yeah. like it's predictable. Like we can say, okay, we know what's going to happen next. He's just going to feud with this guy or he, th- this is going to happen next. We have no idea. And that's kind of the magic of wrestling. You know, I like when it's like that. I like when we can't predict it. I like when there's, there's the, you know, the spoilers aren't out there. We don't know. Yeah. Like, listen, it's cool to sit home, you know, like, and like call things that are going to happen. But right. just to like, you don't go see a movie and like halfway through want to know how it ends or before right. you go see it, you don't want to know right. how, how it ends. Cause then, then what's the point? Like enjoy the payoff. Mm-hmm. The, the difference now is that triple H is in charge. Papa H as people call him. Papa H. He has, he's, he got the COVID bug on Monday, but I, I hear he's doing fine. And I don't think Rob is that bad. Listen, I didn't, Watched the whole thing. You know, I was tired. It was, it was a decent. long day. It was a, it was a decent Raw. Um, you know, the Brock Brock and Bobby segment to kick off the show was incredible. That, to yeah. me, that was, the, that was the best part of the show. And that's the other return I want to talk about. Um, so, like, the difference with Bray is we don't really know where this is going. You know, like, no. who is he going to feud with? Like... Who's he talking about in his promos? But then when you jump over to Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar came back, you mm-hmm. know, two weeks ago, and you knew exactly, exactly what was happening. You didn't right. know like the gist of it. I thought for one second, I'm like, is Brock going to win the United States title? I thought it too, and I even during my coverage for Wrestling Inc., I said, "Wow, I mean." They're really elevating the U.S. title here. I mean, having Brock um, go against Bobby for the title, but then obviously Seth wins it and that's all changed, which makes sense now. But I'm looking forward to Brock and Bobby. I mean, we saw it at Royal Rumble and it was it was good, but I yeah. think it could even be it could be even better. I felt their Royal Rumble match lacked chemistry in a way. Yeah, it, it was. I don't want to say it was borderline, you know, Goldberg, Brock the first time, mm-hmm. but I felt you know Bobby was lobbying for this match for so many years. Even in right. you know MMA, he wanted it, and then we got it, and then you know it felt stiff. Even like not so much stiff. I don't want to say stiff, but it felt off. Like with some of the suplexes, German suplexes that Brock would get. Bobby was like a, he looked like a, a piece of plywood. And yeah. But, it wasn't you know, and then great, Roman, but... and then Roman got involved, you know, mm. with Heyman. 
to build the whole, you know, unification match, but yeah, different, I, it's a different administration, you know, different yeah. administrative triple H. I feel, I feel like they listen. Brock is a Vince guy. You know, he almost walked oh, out. Yeah. He did when, walk out when Vince retired and right. to see him back, you know, means that he wants, he respects Bobby, you know, it's going to be a good, I think a good program. And also Brock trusts Triple H and like where this could go. Cause I think this could be, this could be a really good match. It can, it's a perfect match for Saudi. Yes. Um, I mean, it's a perfect match for any, this perfect match for WrestleMania, any pay-per-view, but it's a good match to have in Saudi. You have two stars. You have Brock, who's one of the big, biggest box office attractions in wrestling right now. And then you have Bobby, who just came off a great U.S. title run. He's a star in his own right. So, you know, it's a hoss fight. That's what it is. You know, it's two bulls going at it. So, you know, I don't mind that. And, I mean, the first two se- – you know, they had the opening segment on Raw this week and then last week – with Brock returning, so I'm liking it so far. You can't really go wrong with these two guys. No, you can't, and I feel like the winner of this match, I hope it's Bobby, for what I'm going to say. I'll tell you what, Bobby looked great. <laughs> Bobby destroyed Brock on yeah. Monday. That's, destroyed him. That spine buster through the table, massive. When's the last time you saw Brock Lesnar that vulnerable? Like he just looked like it just he was just like beaten. Yeah. Like who who's the last person that did that to him? Yeah. Like maybe like I guess Ro- I, well, I mean Roman had his, his say with him, but as Taker maybe? I Yeah. It's been a while. I would say that. Yeah. No, it definitely has been a while and I don't I don't want to see Brock and Roman again. No. Oh god. So, no. no. I mean, so Crown Jewel is, what, two weeks away? I think so, yeah. November 6th? Oh, it's in November. Oh, that's I, right. I think okay. it's in November. So beginning of November is, is Crown Jewel, and then the end of November is Survivor Series. And then, mm-hmm. just to jump around topics a little bit, I read that they canceled day one, that... Yeah, I read that too. Um, I'm not sure why. I don't really know. But yeah, yeah, they canceled it kind of out of nowhere. But that's going to be some build for the Rumble. I I like a long build sometimes, especially for the Rumble. Um, The whole pay per view schedule is getting changed on the Triple H. There's some pay per views that we're not going to see anymore. Yeah. God willing. They get rid of the gimmick pay-per-views. I and, hope so. Uh, and, and put them all on Saturdays. But um, I, I, I'm just trying to think because I want to see, like, probably going to be in War Games, the bloodline. So that's another pay-per-view to where the title's not defended. I'm assuming they're going to be in um, War Games. But then, yeah, I'm talking about Raw, you maybe. The OC and Judgment Day, maybe they're in the in the uh, war games, which could be a possibility. And that's, and that's right. Another, thing. The OC another back, yeah. Another returning group, 
the OC yep. came back the same night Brock came back to uh yeah. help AJ against the Judgment Day. Um I got to be honest. Um first time around I was not crazy about Gallows and Anderson. Hey, honestly anywhere they've been I'm just I haven't been crazy about them. Yeah. It's just boring. I, they're just they're just there. Like, I don't know. Like, they've always just been there for me. Like, they're all right. Gals and Anderson are here. Like, at their yeah. AEW run, they were just guys in the background of the elite. They were just like the, you know, the uh, bodyguards or something. You know, I don't know how to describe it. The muscle. But yeah, like the muscle, like just like two guys in a faction. But they work well with AJ style. That's the, that's, the most I've liked out of them is when they're with AJ. Other than I that, I don't, I don't know. They're just I'm not crazy about them. But when they're with AJ, I like them. I agree that they're more of a package deal to either be mm-hmm. with, you know, AJ. Even when they were kind of with Finn on their last run, like it kind of, yeah. like it made sense rather than them be by themselves. But you know, with to get back to Bobby and Brock, I want to like, I feel like Bobby needs this match, even though he won the first time. And then maybe this could push, you know, Bobby Lashley to like a Roman Reigns like type of program, because it's like Logan Paul, obviously, you know, it's going to be exciting at crown jewel. You're going to get those near falls to where you think, Oh my God, you know, can Logan Paul do it? But <laughs> if Logan Paul wins, the, the the Twitter will melt. <laughs> meltdown, absolutely. It will melt. Elon Musk would have to sell it back. To, yeah, yeah. I um, but there's just like so much happening to where you don't know where things are going, and like that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about earlier. Like we don't want to know. It's like where's this going with you know Bray? Where's this going with Brock? Where's this going with the OC? Another return, Elias. Who's walking with him? What's uh, happening? Right. You know what's happening with that. JBL came back oh, and Baron God. with Baron Corbin. I love it. Love, love it. It. It, it, it. These two together can get like nuclear heat. Like oh. they can get like old school, like garbage thrown at. Like they can get that old school he JB that JBL promo. Wow, I miss JBL promos after seeing it. I was <laughs> like, wow, he can still cut a good heel promo. I, so and Corbin looks much better. I, I when he was happy, Corbin, I he he had go away heat with me. I yeah. was just like, okay, I'm turning the TV off. I don't want to watch. But now. He's with JBL. He's got his first name back, thank God, and he has real gear. Real I don't like the gear. gear. I don't, don't like, like the gear. gear. The gear needs to be updated. I liked his lone wolf type of gear. You know, I felt like that kind yeah. of fit him more. First of mm. all, the color, the color choice on his gear, like it. You have to like do like a double take. You're like, is he? Is he wearing anything? Because he looked. Yeah, like he wasn't I'm wearing. I'm sure they'll like, they'll update it a little yeah. bit, but I'm just happy he's out of street clothes. The theme music I mean, too's got to go. 
He needs new theme music. It was still the happy, the happy Corbin, yeah. Corbin theme music. Yeah, they, they they they'll update it as they go. I'm sure, but I I I don't care what they do. It just keep Corbin and JBL together. Love it, and they will get nuclear heat. He's a wrestling god. It was like, so good great. to hear JBL on commentary. Yes. I I don't know what Triple H was thinking putting Kevin Patrick on play-by-play on Raw. And Kevin Patrick seems like a nice guy. He seems like the nicest guy in the world. But, oh, I mean, Jimmy Smith wasn't any better, but. Like Mr. Kennedy said, nice guys finish last. I get you want to try it out, but it's not. Uh, It's only a second week yet. Yeah, it's only a second week, so I'll give him time. But yeah. Uh, I mean, gotta give it, the Irish a chance. Gotta give the Irish a chance. You know, I, I'm you gotta... willing to give him a chance. I'm willing to give him a chance. Seems like a great guy, but I mean, even Graves at some point during commentary was like, "What the heck are you talking about?" Like he literally just came out and said it. Like, what are you saying right now? I don't know. We'll see what oh, happens with that. I damn it. I wanted to say something. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I saw about JBL, how he caught that fire promo like he hasn't skipped a beat. Oh. Someone someone mentioned that on Twitter, too. They're like, oh, um, yeah, JBL, how, how is he still cutting a better promo after being away for so long than, like, half the roster or whatever? <laughs> so he, I said. He, it's yeah. true. I mean. But it's easy. It's easy when you're always in character. I don't feel what JBL said is not how he doesn't feel he definitely he wasn't reading it. off a script no he was, he was speaking reading. he was speaking from the heart he was that was he JBL. was being true he probably hates where are they oklahoma he probably hates yeah. oklahoma uh, he's a guy from texas of course he yeah does. yeah love it I, love it I, jbl that run he had in the early 2000s on smackdown is very slept on like 100 absolutely I, I know some people thought, oh, he was kind of getting shoved down our throats. He he was the best heel in the business at that point. I, <laughs> I mean, enjoyed it. I liked it. <clears throat> I don't know why certain people did, and I guess they felt that he was getting shoved down our throats. But uh, you know what? I'll t- <laughs> I'll take a JBL run again. <laughs> oh <laughs> I, yeah, but bring a bring put it back in the ring. Let's see what he can do. But he's got to change up that. 2003 NBA draft class pant uh, suit he was wearing. Oh, I don't know what happened. What what was up with that? Yeah, I everybody don't know. saw that. Yeah, Twitter was going crazy about that but, one. They were like, "What the heck? He needs a new tailor or something like yeah. those pants." I don't know. Maybe it's because he lost a lot of weight, but probably. I'm sure. I'm sure the boys backstage were like ribbing him and stuff oh, like absolutely. about it. They had to be. I, definitely Triple H before he went out was probably like, "What the hell is that?" But um, who else? Who perfect. else returned that that we didn't? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, we talked about the OC. Uh, not a Elias. return, Elias. Not a return. But I liked the explanation for Corbin being on Raw was because yeah. Rey Mysterio was traded to SmackDown. Yeah, it's the little things like that that are different where we get explanations instead of just, you know, yeah. it just happens and we, you know, there's no explanation. It's just like, oh, yeah, it happened. We, we don't know why. 
<laughs> Ray's just on SmackDown now. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that uh, explaining things more. That's perfect. It. Yeah, because if you're gonna have these things in place, then like when you go off it or you change course, just like a little thing. Cobwebs mm-hmm. in the Firefly Funhouse mm-hmm. explaining why Corbin is on Raw, and just like little things like that, I add to the quality of the show. One thing about Raw that I'll bring up that. Uh, well, maybe two things. Um, damage control. Ah, yes. Mm. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's take a quick break. And I want to throw up some comments from Ladarius about a few things we were talking about. And then I want to talk about damage control. Okay. All right. So hold on. We'll be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a and we're back so um yes before we jump into damage control uh ladarius just dropped a few comments i want to give some love because that's what ladarius gives all the time that's right shout out you know, to ladarius always showing love yes ladarius great to see you guys back he loved bray wyatt's return it was well done yes it was probably one of the best returns in the past I, five years I'll- I'll put it. I, I'll go to as far as to say top five for me. It's in the top five. What are the other four? I have to think about it. Think about it. <laughs> um, but he's up there. And then let's see what else we got. Going back to Bobby Lashley, Ladarius was you know, Darius is saying that he'd be interested in a Lashley Roman feud. <laughs> Also, if Logan Paul wins, shut it all down. Yeah, I, I agree. agree with. I agree. I, I I have to say, I'm a big Logan Paul fan. I'm a good. I'm a fan of the Paul brothers. I they get it. They're entertaining. They know how to you know draw people in. But you know, he, Logan Paul cannot be cannot be Roman Reigns in any no. capacity. That would diminish the past two years, and I would immediately. Yeah, no. There's bigger plans. Bigger Absolutely. plans for Roman Reigns. I mean, we may not be able to seal it. Uh, we may not be able to uh, feel them, but I'm pretty sure you could. You could yeah. smell. You could Something smell the bigger plans. Mm. <laughs> and then Ladarius um, talking back about the Raw commentary team. Like us, Adarius, Ladarius likes uh, Patrick, but. You know, the chemistry right now is lacking with Graves, and 
hopefully Graves could break him out of his shell and he could just be a little more free. Yeah, you know, it's only two weeks, but I haven't enjoy- I haven't enjoyed it yet. Um, but we'll give him time. And I feel like you also haven't been enjoying damage control. Oh boy, um, there's something not right. There's something missing. There's. I, they need. I think they need to either put a new member in, or I, I don't want to say a fresh coat of paint because they're already new. They're already a new group. They already just returned at SummerSlam. But I. I don't know. Maybe they rushed it. Maybe they rushed putting the tag titles on Kai and Sky. But there's something missing. I don't know. It just. Uh, Bailey like has chemistry with the crowd. The crowd gives her reactions, but like all of three of them coming, like there's not much fan reaction. Right. Like there's some boos, but I don't know. There's something not right. I I agree. I feel like something is missing with damage control, and I don't. Is it Bailey? Could listen, Bailey interacts know. great with the crowd. Does she really cut a good promo though? Her her promos are okay. But like for uh, a group not though. Great. She's not like a leader of a group type of promo, you know? It's Yeah, her her promos aren't great, but they're not bad. They're like they're okay. I don't know. That's why I say maybe they're just not working with the right people. Like the women's division WWE right now is very like stagnant. Like it's just we're seeing the same things. Like you know, just on Raw this past Monday, we saw uh, Bianca and Candice Ray, which is great to see her back. But um, against Damage Control, and but we've seen stuff with Bianca and Damage Control for the last like month, like. Probably I know there's people out. I know Becky's out. Becky's out. You know, you don't have Charlotte Flair. Sasha and Naomi, we have no idea what's going on with them. I, they're but, done. They're done. I don't see I don't, it. I don't see it happening. I, I could see it happening down the road, but uh, women's division is very stagnant right now. I mean, Bianca's a star. She's, yeah. I, she's probably the most over woman in the company maybe in wrestling she's just the crowd loves her but it's i would say wrestling yeah i it's getting the damage control stuff is getting stale to me a little bit like i I, it's almost like i want to like it but it's just like i don't know like all right let's try something different like put a new person in there Let's have a different story. I don't know. Like, put them against different people. I don't know. Um, I, I loved it in the beginning, and now I'm just kind of it's getting a little stale to me. Unfortunately, because they're, they're all three of them are talented. They're great in the ring. Yeah, they are. But it's I don't know. But like, who are they feuding with? Is like Alexa still with them, or is now Alexa doing? Alexa, Bliss and Oscar have been gone. For like a few weeks, and they're they're injured apparently. 
So I don't know. I'm I'm not crazy about it right now. Uh, Ladarius brings up a good point. You know, he also loves damage control, and he doesn't think necessarily that it's Bailey, Dakota, or, or EO being the issue. The problem does come down to a lack of uh, competition yeah. in, in the Raw Women's Division and the and just the women's division in general. And I feel like who could you even add? You know, someone from NXT. You know, I yeah. I mean, Zarys is right. It's a lack of competition, but I I don't know, like. It, there's not a lot of competition. It's just, you know, you have Becky out. Charlotte's, I mean, there's rumors that she's coming back soon. And Sasha and Naomi, there's, we have no idea where they are. So. They're chilling. They're done. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of unanswered questions right now with the women's division. And, you know, they have the star power, but they need to get that star power back. Got to make new ones then in the time being, I guess, you know, because bring up toxic attraction. Oh, yes. Give me some Mandy Rose, please. Yeah, for many reasons. Yeah. (laughs) For many reasons, bring them up. (laughs) Give me Gigi, too. All of them. Yeah, just bring Mm -hmm. them up. I mean, you know, even Cora Jade, she's great on NXT. Uh, Roxanne was on SmackDown uh, the other night. Love Cora Jade. She's really good. I've, I would start bringing them up if you're not going to get Becky or Charlotte or any of them back for a little while. Mine as well, you know, yeah. and, you know, they don't have to be a permanent fixture on the Raw roster either, you know, mm-hmm. so, or to SmackDown. Sure. You I, could do, like, the Pick Your Poison. That was that worked on getting eyes on NXT and eyes on the talent of NXT, which I think right. is, is good. Maria, Maria, um, who was it? Maria and uh, Cora. No, Maria and Roxanne had a good match yeah. last night on NXT. So I don't know. So <laughs> bring them up. <laughs> bring bring Roxanne up. And it's what? It's Rhea's first match. Yep, back in action. And months. Yeah, uh, she. Months. I think June. she was out with a concussion. I think it was yeah. a concussion problem, but. The women's division needs a shot in the arm right now. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah. I mean, or even over in SmackDown, you have Ronda as champion. They're probably going to go in the Shayna Baszler down that road to probably bring her in and have a few to Ronda, which would be pretty good. But, yeah, you need, I don't know, you need some of your talent back. Either that or bring some girls up from NXT. Yeah. Or bring some people back. You know, I saw. Yeah. Speaking of the internet losing their shit, when Bray came back, I don't know if you saw uh, Eva Marie's um, oh god TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> she Please. had um, Lily, and you know the TikTok or the caption said, you know, if he makes this in the trash, yeah, like I she'll thought. come back. Throws it in, it bounces off the uh, the lid, and it's about to flip in, and then it goes. You know, and then there was Bray Wyatt's um, cicada or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I love Eva Marie. Listen, you know, you don't need to bring every 
woman back. You don't need back. to bring everybody back. Well, what I'm saying is like they don't have to just wrestle. You know, they could do other things. Well, she wasn't bad on things. the mic. Yeah. You know, but the women's division in WWE, I think, is better than the AEW oh, women's yeah. division. Uh, yeah. But Even it's really the, not saying that much because yeah. I feel that they both definitely need like a shock to the system. AEW needs more than a shock to the system in that division. They need like a tranquilizer or something. I don't know. <laughs> that, 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 and that women's division over there and AEW. Oh, here we go. I'm ranting about AEW now. Um, I did it. They, have such good talent on that roster. But the Tony Khan does not care about the women's division. It, he just doesn't. He basically came out and said it when he said those things about Donna Rosa. That she wasn't a draw, which, I mean, how do you just come out and say that about her? Yeah. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, we haven't even started on AEW. Here we go. I'm already starting. <laughs> we didn't start yet, but... Ladarius talking about the Eva Marie TikTok. Uh, she did make the shot. <laughs> it did go in. Plus, Ladarius, I agree with you 100%. Eva Marie isn't the worst thing in the world. Eva Marie isn't the worst thing in the world, but mm. once she gets in the ring and starts wrestling, it goes sideways pretty quickly. <laughs> I'll, I'll train her. I'll train her. <laughs> um... Bray, Brock, JBL, OC. Crown Jewel is um, a couple of weeks away. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins finally has a championship. You know, yeah, he's United been on a hell States of a title. Run. Yes. And on a great run. You know, he had those great matches with Cody. And, you know, then he went into Riddle. It's just been. Seth is on a roll. I mean, I would argue you kind of have to put him in the category of wrestler of the year. You know, he's Absolutely. he's in that he's in that conversation. And now with the U.S. title, we'll see where it goes from here. I, you know, it seems like his next opponent is Ali Mustafa Ali. Yeah, uh, Crown Jewel. I'm pretty sure that that's where it's going to happen. Um, and. While I'm not totally against that, I'm glad they're doing something with Ali, but uh, they've changed his character and his gimmick so much that the crowd, and it's not his fault, but the crowd doesn't know how to react. Right. He came out and like you could tell the crowd was like, do we boo him? Do we cheer him? What do we do? Like They didn't know what to do. So they kind of just like, it was like a smattering of boos and cheers. It just I don't know. I, I, I'm happy for him that he's getting this push, but you kind of got to establish him more. Yeah, and you know they do have some time for that, and I think they got off to a good start Monday, where you know he he saved Riddle pretty much. He came in for the save on Riddle, so you know you could definitely see that they are, I guess kind of serious about about this and it's not just like a blow off at like crown jewel to where it's like right. a random opponent because they're putting time into it and and that's what i feel like everyone 
just has to realize that, you know, it's, it's different times now, you know, it's not the same company. It was six months ago. No. So you're not going to get these rushed matches to where they don't really make sense. Or it's like this guy, really, you know, you have, let me see. How many more Raws are there until Crown Jewel? There's, what, what is Probably it? Probably two or three. Two or three. So you have two more two more weeks, three more weeks to get the people behind Ali. And I, th- I, I think, think it's easy because they want to be behind him. Yeah, I, I think Triple H can do it. I think Ali has enough talent where he can get the crowd on his side. But, you know, Vince... Booked him, booked him horribly. I mean, it was to the point where Ali wanted out. He wanted a release, and they didn't give it to him. And it good for him. Know, good for him because now he's closing Raw. You know, he's the final shot of Raw. You know, uh, chasing away Seth Rollins. So it worked out for him. But let's see where we go with it. That too. You know, you said that you know Vince booked him bad. But I feel like the gimmicks had a chance to really be decent. Like Retribution. Oh my god. Retribution had like a uh Nexus NWO type of feel at first. At first. Because it was like, who are these guys? You know, they're like what's happening? At first you saw like they were 15. Then there were seven, then there were five, you know, who got hurt and sided a group who didn't want to be in the group anymore. And then they got released. And then like, that would have been a great opportunity for Ali to get himself over and some young talent. If they didn't look like they were coming out of like Mad Max and like that was another uh, sci-fi movie. That faction was just horrible i it, to me it was just it's honestly it's probably the worst faction ever that was just hot you made dominic dijakovic t-bar what the heck is like what's t-bar what w- then you made the other guy what was his name i forgot the, mace mace uh, and the good outfits were horrible looking slapjack and, Slapjack! Like, where did they come up with those names? Oh God, I'm so. Bad. It's it's Vince and Bruce sitting in the back, probably yeah, smoking he's... weed, and be like, "God damn it, put that paper plate on his face and call him Slapjack!" Well, like, yeah, it makes like, no sense. No I, sense. I and Vince is a genius, but that was not one of his brightest moments. <laughs> no, just it, it was oh, not. No, I don't even know. Who came up with it? But thank, thankfully, Ali, Ali escaped it, and now he's on to bigger and better things. And we'll see where it goes. He's not going to win the U.S. title. It's Seth Rollins just won it, yeah. so we'll see. Ladarius uh, dropped us a comment saying Rollins has been in some of the better feuds this year, and putting a belt on him makes that much better. Any few you place him in, I'll make it work because he's that good. He is that good. He's he's the maestro. He's you know he's great. There's no other way to describe it. He's just he makes everything work. Everything that they put him in 
he makes it work. The Cody feud, if that's not the feud of the year, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, it should be. That has to be the feud of the year. That was so good. I and agree. Then, he made a, a great feud out of Riddle. He had a great feud with Riddle, too. So Yeah. You know, he had good matches with Bobby Lashley. So Seth Rollins is having a good year. Yeah. Seth Rollins is the highlight of Raw, while oh, yeah. the honorary Oos is the highlight of SmackDown. Uh, Sami Zayn, I, he made the best decision of his life signing back with WWE. Yes. Because where would he be right now in AEW? He'd be, he'd be lost backstage, you know. Yeah. Maybe he'd be hanging out with, you know, FTR. You know, they, they, you know, they just sit FCR backstage and don't do anything with them. So maybe he'd be hanging out with them or maybe he'd be on dark or, you know, something like that. But instead he's, he's with the big boys over there in SmackDown. The main you know? story. With yeah, the, the main, main story guy. in all of wrestling. Yeah. What if he's the guy? What if it's Sami Zayn? Oh what if God. Sami Zayn dethrones I'll tell you what. Roman Reigns? He would get the biggest reaction ever. I think the whatever arena they're in, the if it has a roof, it'll oh, explode. Absolutely, absolutely. I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, maybe they should do it, but I don't think that's where they're going. But the day Sami Zayn gets kicked out of that group, oh, that crowd's gonna go insane. That's gonna be some heel heat. They they need to do it right because I hope so. I'm not comparing the groups or Orton to Sami Zayn, but like when Orton was kicked out of Evolution, I felt like it was abrupt. It was rushed very fast, and like they could have waited a little, like a little time to do it. But like with mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, it's just it's you know. The looks from Jey Uso, you know, how Solo and Jimmy love him. He's making, you know, Roman and everyone else break character all the time. You know, I felt like there was absolutely no plans for Sami Zayn. And then he got this shit over himself, wearing the Bloodline t-shirt, all this stuff. What he does on Twitter, he's tweeting Rikishi. It's Sami Zayn inserted himself into this storyline, and it, he's making it probably ten times better than what it would have been. I tell you what, you gotta give you gotta give credit to Vince for this. Yeah, he, Vince. I like Vince booked this. This wasn't a Triple H thing. Vince was the one that put Sammy at like you know he started it. So, might have been the last good thing Vince did before he got kicked out, but you got to give him credit. He saw something. He saw chemistry. He said, all right, put <laughs> Sammy's a kind of a goofy kind of guy. Put him with the bloodline. It's the best thing in wrestling. It, it, it really is. And whether it was Vince dis- Vince's decision or not, I feel like Sammy forced his hand. For oh, how I'm sure he did. great it was, you can't deny a reaction like that. Like no. he doesn't like the bloodline will be talking in the ring. Roman will be cutting a promo, and he'll get the mic. Could be like Roman, Roman, and then the whole place erupts. No matter yep. where you are, 
Don't. These bloodline segments could have fit in the Attitude Era. They could have fit in the Ruthless Aggression Era, the 2010. They could have fit in any era of wrestling. Yeah. Maybe not the 80s, but it could any other wrestling era it could have fit it's in. Just, it's, it's so good. It's so oh, good yeah. because it's – majority of it is real. They are mm-hmm. all related. Yep. And that bloodline is the bloodline of wrestle, and it's The Rock's bloodline. You know, it's, Yokozuna. You know, yeah. the Wild Samoans, uh, Rikishi, like, there's so many. And it's just, there's, it, it, I can't, like, it's um, it's like twofold. Like, I can't wait to see the payoff, but also I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end either, but the payoff is going to be nice. Oh. The payoff's going to be really good. And yeah, I'd like to see it go a little much longer, but. Not too long to the point where the payoff would matter. It's hard, I guess, to see like how long. Like, I think this could go well past WrestleMania. I think they might. I would say they ended a little before that. Maybe. How would you I do it? We'll see. Like, it's got to be good. This has to end with Sami Zayn taking the belts off Roman. I don't care. I, I love The Rock, I, yeah. but Sammy's got to be the guy now. Either Sammy or Jay. I could see Sammy maybe screwing the Usos out of the titles, or maybe him and KO go after them. I could see that happening. They teased that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Sammy and KO backstage. They are not doing any. KO was on NXT last night. I saw I don't that. Know, like, he hasn't been on Raw in two weeks. There's something I don't know where they're going with him. I don't know, like, and he's a Triple H guy, so Nakamura you know, too was on SmackDown um, NXT last night, and he hasn't yeah. been seen in forever. Yeah, I I think it was like in a backstage segment on SmackDown. I from what I heard today, he's going to be on NXT a few more times. So okay. There might it might just be a case that they just don't really have anything for him right now. So, you know, they have NXT. You might as well put him on NXT. Have him, you know, boost the ratings maybe a bit for NXT. Why not? Speaking of NXT, I saw that they teased my man, who I'm on board on board for, and I'm still saying. That this is how he cashes in. He is oh, going yeah. to beat Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania and take that title. I, and that's I, my man, Austin. I, t- I say that this isn't even a biased um, comment. I don't see it happening. I just uh, Triple H has buried him. He is bar- He has not won a match in maybe a month. I, it, it, they just keep beating him. Now he's in NXT. He's teasing that he's going to cash in the briefcase for the NXT title, which honestly I wouldn't mind. I, I want would. it, I, Triple H obviously sees something in theory that's missing. Because why are you sending them down to NXT? He Who's obviously the Ravens? sees. I I think that they put a bunch of guys on NXT just to boost their ratings, and yeah, but he was unadvertised. They just kind of put put him. 
Expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Nakamura wasn't advertised. Owens wasn't advertised. Owens wasn't advertised. Owens was. Shinsuke was. Owens was? Yeah, he tweeted something out before the show. Like a video. But did they say anything on Raw or anything about him? Um, Yes. I forgot when. Okay. So Nakamura wasn't advertised. Theory wasn't advertised. I feel like... But you know what? Brock wasn't advertised and he came back two weeks ago. Not comparing the two. Not comparing the two. But um, I could see that, you know, what's Monday Night Raw, people are going to watch anyway. NXT? Right. I mean, not so much because they lost to AEW in the ratings, I think, is what I saw. They did. Which um, isn't that big of a deal because, it's no. you know, it's 2022. Who gives a shit about ratings? Fans don't. And if uh, fans claim they care do. about ratings. Unfortunately, there's a lot of them that do. You know what, then? Go out, buy 2K22, and go play fucking GM mode so you can play with all the ratings that you want. Because you know what? No one really cares about the ratings in this, this year if you're a real fan. I don't care. You think I, I wake up on Wednesday? I'm like, geez, I wonder what rated that they did. I don't care. No one cares. Stop pretending that you care. Stop tweeting it out. No one cares. So no. I feel that surprising that now, holy shit, Austin Theory could cash in on NXT. Now well, let me watch just in case he does. Now I won't miss it. They have a pay-per-view this Saturday, Halloween Havoc. So I'm assuming that he's going to show up. Whether he cashes in or not, I don't know. We'll see. I just, I don't know. I I would keep him on NXT for a little while. And build him back up. Build him back up to what Triple H wants him to be. Because you can't book him the way Vince wants to book him. It's not going to work like that. you got to book him the way... Triple H would book him. And I think Triple H would book him a little bit differently than Vince did. And I think that's the problem right now. I don't think Triple H would have given Theory a push if he was in charge before Vince left. I don't think he would have. I agree. I think it was early for Theory. Like, even when he won Money in the Bank, it didn't make sense only because Roman's a champion. I mean... So, and, like, why... And here's the thing. A few things. I do think it's too early for theory. Yeah. But why, as Vince, give him the money in the bank briefcase if he wasn't going to win it? Like, like what? Like, I'm trying to think, like, at least if Rollins won it or if Owens won it. Someone who, who's faced Roman before and lost, they could use that as their rematch. And they could be like, you know, I know what I got to do now, yada, yada, yada. And then if they lose, then it's like, all right, you know, Roman's got his number. You know, there's nothing you could do about that. But to me, it didn't make sense to give Theory the briefcase if you didn't have any intentions on giving him the title. Or he goes after another title. I think Vince had plans for him, and and those plans got destroyed once Vince left. And, you know, Theory theory probably was backstage the most upset about Vince leaving because Theory knew he was about to be a big star. 
Him so, and Brock. <laughs> yeah, he, Deary was probably the, one of the most upset people back there, but uh, he's not red. He's great in the ring. Just he's, he's unbelievable in the ring. He's got great skills, but I don't know. Like the connection with the crowd isn't there. I don't know. I I think he has go away heat with some people. Oh, I think he's being booked like most money in the bank people are that haven't been champion before. Like when Orton was money in the bank, he wasn't losing like this. When Sheamus was money in the bank, he wasn't losing like this. But when Dolph was money in the bank, when Daniel Bryan was money in the bank, they were losing matches. You know, Kennedy lost matches. Edge at first when he was money in the bank, you know, he he lost matches. I guess they're, you know, they're thinking put him on a losing streak. You know, so when he does cash in, you're like, there's no shot. He He's lost 20 matches in a row. No way. And then when he wins, it's like, whoa, what happened? But it's always good to have, like I said earlier, it's good to have a lot of questions. It's good to yeah. ask yourself these questions because it, it would be pretty boring if we just sat here and say, oh, we know what's going to happen. You know, we know what's going to happen in a month. He's just going to cash it and he's going to win. And that's what they're planning for. We have no idea what they're doing. Now he's on NXT teasing it, so it's a fun time right now. It is. Fun time. And speaking of time, it's time for a quick break. And I'm pretty sure when we come back, we will wrap up with some lovely AEW coverage. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) hold on. We'll be right back. And we're back! All right, everybody. Hello. It's that time in the show to where we're going to do a little AEW AEW coverage. And I watched last night a little bit of it in between the San Diego Padres and Phillies game. You know, but once my parlay was Hmm. absolutely crushed, I was like, well... Fuck this. Let me see what's happening with AEW. Um, You know, very scary last night with uh, Hangman. Yeah. It's not not fun to do coverage on that. I was doing coverage last night and I was like, oh no. (sighs) I was like, I didn't need to see that. I feel like they did the right thing. With you know how they stopped the match and and everything like that, they handled it great. They did, and I feel like they handled it so good because you know they own the Jaguars, and you know they've been seeing a lot of concussion problems, a lot of injuries. You know with Tua, you know with Hines, you know with other you know football players. So I feel like you know any head or neck injury is so sensitive. Mm-hmm that you have to make sure that you're extremely sensitive and, and cautious with it. And I think AEW for this kind of being their first one, mm. I feel like they handled it really well, you know, with what they did. I mean, aside they from, it, they handled it better than they handled Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So they're learning, you know, and you know, I we won't talk about that. You know, Hangman has a concussion. 
wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, we do. He's, um, he's such a good talent in the ring. He's a great wrestler, great great guy. Yeah. I just hate to see stuff like that. It's just yeah, you don't and, uh, right, off, right off the bat when it happened, I said, oh, this isn't, I said, this isn't good. I saw like, it, once yeah. they Once they panned to commentary and they just stood there, I was like, oh, no. I was like, you know, you think the worst, and but then you know they came out today saying a concussion, and he's doing all right, so that's good to hear. Yeah, and you know that that was the end of the show. How you know you did coverage? I maybe tuned in to see the uh, MJF Regal promo, mm-hmm. but like really, I was I wasn't really paying attention much. So you did coverage last night. Um, how was the show, and how have things been going? It was good. Um, AEW, there's always... I mean, the same thing with WWE, but there's always hits and misses. And it just feels like AEW right now is getting more misses than hits. And, you know, the regal MJF thing was... the pro, Those promos were... I mean, if somebody didn't see it, go watch it. It was incredible. It was so good. Regal can still cut a great promo. He, I wish they would let him do more promos. And that's why I like when he's on commentary, because he's such a good speaker. He's just a good talker. And MJF is just, he's the most intriguing thing about that show right now. He's the most intriguing thing in the company. There's nothing more, there's not one thing more intriguing than him right now in AEW. And you can almost argue, other than the bloodline stuff, he's probably the second most intriguing, popular thing in wrestling right now. I put him there. I put him at number two or even close to number one. But what about Bray? What about the whole Bray thing? He's up there. He's, I put him, I put him up there too. But what what about MJF makes it so intriguing? He's real. He's not reading a script. You never, you don't know what's going to come out of his mouth next. It's him. He's not. I just explain this. It. He's not playing a gimmick. Got it. Yeah. You know, it's not like. He's like JBL. You know, what you see is what you get. You know, like JBL cuts it from what, the. What you see is what you get. And that's the best part about MJF is you don't know what you're going to get. You know, what part of MJF are we going to see? You know, the MJF that wants to go to WWE and the, you know, the uh, 2024 stuff, you know. So. I want him. I'll take him. He'll be 28. Prime. Yeah. Prime it's, time. It's the bidding war of 2024, like he says. But... I think that I think he really means that. You know, he's not gonna he's not gonna give a uh, a hometown discount to No. No, he's not giving a hometown discount to anybody. Yeah. He's my favorite person in AW right now. He's just He's the reason. I mean, I tune in because I do coverage, but he's the reason why I I would tune in. He's just that good. Even the thing at the end with Moxley when Paige got hurt, he it was kind of impromptu. He just came out there and cut a promo, and it was great. 
but the regal the regal and mjf stuff is was the highlight for me yeah and so. sorry that disappeared pretty quick uh darius uh agrees with us you know it's your authenticity well when it comes to uh, mjf you know and without question i agree he is a major draw for sure and oh he's he there's a reason why Tony Khan brought him back because <laughs> he knows how much of a draw he is. And MJF wanted to get paid fairly for it. And he did. So, but other than that, you know, you have the Jericho stuff. And by the way, he, you know, um, he got an extension. I think it was a three year extension with AEW. Good which, for him. Good for him. It makes sense. You know, there's there's nothing left for Jericho to do in WWE. Nothing. He's done it all. He's won every title. He's beaten everybody. He's had a match with everybody. There's nothing left for him to do other than get inducted in the Hall of Fame. That's it. So yeah. it made sense for him to stay in AEW because he has a lot more to do in AEW. And he's got some more control in AEW, which, you know, at times could be... A problem, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll have to deal with that. <laughs> but um, instead of um, the Hogan thing, that doesn't work for me, brother. Jericho would be like, "That doesn't work for me, Junior." And so, like, yeah, uh-huh. there <laughs> you go. Uh-huh. That sounds about Jericho. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. No, oh, I'm a, I, I, Jericho's the best. I, Jer- I'm a big fan of Jericho, but that's your boy. What he, he's in your he, top five? I don't know. No, I wouldn't put him. In. He's in my top ten, but I wouldn't put oh, him in my top, top 10? five. Wow. Yeah, uh, the only thing about Jericho is he thinks all of his ideas are good ideas, and they're not. Hmm. And that's the problem with him at times. Like this stuff with like Garcia and the Yuta stuff. Oh God, it's just it's very corny. It's just I don't. know. It's not for me. I, and beating Danielson three times, I mean, Brian Danielson came into this company as a big star, a huge star yeah. out of WWE. He main evented WrestleMania with Edge and Roman Reigns. He came right from that a few months after. And now he just feels like any other guy. And I, it's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's the way – he's a guy that can go out there and have the best match of the night. You know, nobody can touch him, but he's not winning. I don't know. The booking is just the booking of Daniel of Brian Danielson has been really bad. I don't know if that's. I know he just wants to go there and wrestle, and that's all he wants to do. He just cares about his wrestling. But sometimes you have to care about your booking and your outcomes. Yeah. Because if, if you all you do is care about wrestling, you're going to lose all the time, and then no one's going to care about you. The North and want to see you. That's what's starting to happen. People are. He doesn't feel like a big star like when he came in. And he was a I he was know. a huge deal when he came in. I know huge when he deal. came in, he was a big deal. He came out after Adam Cole and <laughs> still Adam Cole's thunder, but um, now he just feels like okay. He feels like the type of guy that goes out there has a great match, but loses and doesn't feel like. The star he once was. 
Yeah. And I don't know if that's a Tony Khan thing. Maybe, probably. Or if it's just Brian Danielson saying, you know what? I don't really care if I win or lose. And he's too nice of a guy sometimes. And it might be him. Who knows? Lots of questions. Lots of questions uh, to see yeah. where he wants to go and and what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I I mean, the other problem, I, I know I talked about this a few weeks ago, but it's still on my mind. This Samoa Joe Wardlow tag team. Why? Why? I Like, why are they a team? War Joe. They're calling them War Joe. They don't need to be a tag team. Wardlow's a TNT champion. Samoa Joe's the Ring of Honor TV champion. Why are they in a tag team? Wardlow was a top star in wrestling, and now he's in a tag team. Why? Just why? It's WCW all over again. You know, and I'm not even going to call... I don't even know if Bischoff would put... Would Bischoff put Goldberg in a tag team with Bret Hart <laughs> like uh, uh, I don't it's know. it's bad it's it's bad because you know you it's like the Yankees you know you can't rely on past names on old names that used to provide for you you have to look at your homegrown talent look at younger guys you know you sign Swerve you sign Lee you sign Cole, you sign Brian, you sign uh, Ember Moon, you sign all these people that came from WWE, Cesaro. What are you doing with them? You know, and then Absolutely. you have all the AEW diehards. Oh, they're free. The shackles are off. They're free. Yeah. What are they I'm doing? Hear- I'm hearing less and less of that because they're what are they even, doing? even they are starting to realize it. And I'm a fan of AEW, but. You know, there's Tony something Khan, just I don't I go crazy about. Tony Khan is doing exactly what Vince did. He signed up a whole bunch of talent, so it can't go anywhere else. And he has too much talent and not enough hours for TV. No, he has three hours of TV. Three. That's that's all he has is three hours. And the Ring of Honor stuff has to stop. I I don't people don't tune in to AEW to see Ring of Honor. They don't. AEW. I agree. I agree because some of these people, no one even knows. Nobody knows. Dalton Jericho faced a guy named Dalton Castle last night. Apparently, he was a former Ring of Honor champion. I've never seen this guy before. I've heard of him, but I've never seen this guy before in my life. And I was just sitting there like. What? Like what? This isn't AEW. Like who bring back you? the elite. Hmm. The company's called All Elite Wrestling, and you and you don't even have them. Um, what was I just gonna say? All Elite? No, Vince signing all these guys? No. Um. Oh yes, thank you. Okay, I just got it. Tony Storm was on Dark. I think last week or whatever. Of course, Tony Storm, your hate the word, your interim women's champion is on the YouTube show. The YouTube show. 
I tweeted to that video. I go, why is the women's champion on YouTube? Someone tried to come at me with, and I love it. I, when I'm bored or frustrated at work, and I can't tell the people (laughs) I work with to go fuck themselves, I would do it on Twitter to wrestling fans who don't know what they're talking about. And I'll get into these things because you don't showcase your women's division by A, having the interim title. We talked about this in previous shows. It's stupid. You don't present the champion with the interim title. And you don't put them on YouTube, on their dark. Would you put Moxley on dark as the interim champion? No. Tony Khan doesn't give a fuck about the women's division. And it shows with how they're booked. How Thunder Rosa was booked when she gave up the title, and how Tony Storm is now being booked. You they see like more of Tony Storm on her OnlyFans than you do on AEW Dynamite. It's just, it's just really bad. I, it doesn't make sense. No, and now they got the Soraya and Britt Baker thing, which is okay. I don't uh, mind it, but at, at some point, like I don't know. Well, and nobody's women's division right now is great, but WWE has a slight edge. I'm happy Soraya Page, whatever you want to call her. I'm happy that she's cleared. I just hope that it's not going to like harm her more because it's been years, years yeah. since she's wrestled. You know that house show with with Sasha and. You know, AEW, regardless of how they handled Hangman's concussion last night, like you mentioned earlier, they did not handle Matt Hardy's the right way. And I feel Tony Khan is so obsessed with WWE and being better than him, than them, that he will go out of his way to sign talent regardless of uh, what prior injuries they may have, I just hope that she's legitimately cleared. Uh, yeah, I, I think Triple H has Tony Khan a little overwhelmed. I, I think <laughs> I think Tony Khan sees, oh, wait, he just brought back the OC. Now he has Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, he's bringing on back Rock. all these people. He, you know, he's, there's rumors about Triple H being interested in certain other people. So I think Tony Khan's a little worried. I think he's got a lot going on, but he plays it off like he doesn't. And, uh, you know, the Ariel Hawani. Um, I heard about that interview was, that was something that, uh, that, and, you know, I know certain people are on Tony Khan's side with that. Certain people are on Ariel's side with that. Um, but that was a tough, <laughs> that was a tough interview to watch, but, yeah. What 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 was it that uh, Tony he couldn't just, answer certain questions because about the elite and punk because of legal issues or it was that? But he it, it just just even not even that like there were just regular questions like he would just blatantly just not answer or hit, like no comment or he would just ramble on. You know it, that's kind of what Tony Khan does. He just anytime he's interviewed or. At a press crumb, he rambles on for ten minutes, and it's like, dude, like you didn't even answer the question, and you just you're in left field now. He's like bobbling like a fucking. Uh, It's just (sighs) like 
I, I don't know. I, I think Triple H has him a little frazzled. Yeah, and you know, if Tony Khan just focused on his own talent, Please. his own shows, I, I think that him. maybe the shows would be better. They'll be more watchable, you know, and thank God they have MJF. And, you oh. know, before we wrap up, you know, he's cashing in his chip, <laughs> money in the bank ripoff. He's cashing in his chip and he's going to face Moxley at full gear. And he said, and I loved it. And I, I, I it had a hint of a face turn. I feel you covered yeah, it. You know, um, he said I he wants crazy. to earn this one. He wants no bullshit. He wants to earn this one. So he's going to, you know, do it face to face. And he has to win. It's like one of those situations where he has to win. You know, yeah, he, he has to win. Um, Beat Moxley, go on Moxley. vacation, and that's yeah. it. Moxley just signed a five-year deal. He's another one that signed another new deal. He, now he has his wife with him, Renee Paquette, which I'm I'm so happy to see. She's I love she's Renee. Great. I Renee love her. Is she's awesome. I know WWE was trying to get her back, but you know it made sense for her to go to AEW with her husband. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean that's just a no-brainer at that point. So absolutely, I'm happy to see she's back in the game. Um, yeah, I, I see Moxley <laughs> losing against MJF. Tony Khan has now acquired every single member of WWE backstage. Except Booker T. <laughs> that's the only one. Oh, that's right. Booker was on there. <laughs> Booker yeah, Booker's on, on NXT. Getting, that's great. Yeah, Booker ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Booker, I think, is signed with WWE to like 2027 or something like that. Yeah, he's not going nowhere. No. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, but he's got to... He, Tony Khan's got everybody. I guess Tony Khan was a fan of that show. Yeah, right. He goes, "I'm gonna get them all." <laughs> I guess uh-huh. so. I guess I guess that show. <laughs> he was an avid watcher of that show. It was Tony Khan watching that show? Yeah, right. No one else. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything else you wanted to? Because uh... um, it has been a while. I don't want to. Uh, Overload the peeps with everything. Yeah, the acclaimed. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah, they're ruining them. I feel. God, this stuff with they—they're they, the hottest tag team in the business, and then they have Mark Serling and Tony Nese walk out there and stink it up. Like uh, they did the same thing with Wardlow. They had Mark Serling here. He comes. They just kill all of his heat. Kill all of his. All this pop that he's getting, I don't get it. Why doesn't Tony Khan want to get his own talent over? I don't know. Uh, it's almost like he sees them. He sees them get over, and it's like, oh god, we have to ruin it somehow. Yeah, they he can't goes, be I, over anymore. He's like, I can't let them. I can't let them get over. What if? What if they go to WWE? Like <laughs> well, he's like shaking all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the acclaim. They're the most over team in wrestling. They're the most fun team in wrestling. Billy Gunn. I it makes them perfect. I love the acclaim since day one. I randomly would go on YouTube and I would, you know, search for their raps. I'd put their theme song on my Spotify playlist. I love the acclaimed. They're so good. 
<laughs> and I think we have the perfect comment from Ladarius to end the show. Talking about the acclaimed. Ladarius says, I just want to say <laughs> that I don't look at Scissorin the same way that he yeah. used to. And uh... with that, <laughs> I don't want to say scissor me, daddy ass, because daddy ass isn't here, but it, they're, they're just so over. And they, are. they know, better not ruin it. Don't ruin and it. Don't ruin it. Get Mark Sterling off my screen. Don't ruin <laughs> it because everybody loves the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. And we love all of you guys. We want yeah. to say thank you to Ladarius for yeah. joining us again for the show. We've been away for some time. I can't promise you we'll be back next Monday, but I promise you we'll be back soon. And when we do, we hope you enjoy the show. Take care. Spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 